Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, September 26th at 11.03 in the morning, and this is episode four of the Jack's Facts podcast. I am your host, Jack Johnson, and um, I don't know, let's get into uh, business today. Um, let's see, I hope you guys, oh, I hope there are regular listeners to this podcast to begin with. I uh, hope you guys have, um, I think I talked about it on either the first or the second podcast, but I hope you guys have been learning a new skill, just trying out something new, you know, like I said, whether it just be like working out, maybe it's like eating better, or, I don't know, reading a book. I have a bad habit of only reading books like halfway through and then bailing out, and then starting another one. Um... So, yeah, I don't know, that's probably something that I just need to work on myself, but maybe you do too, so maybe you should as well, and we can both work on finishing our books together, because when you actually finish a book, instead of just reading it halfway through and assuming you know what happens for the second half, then uh, it becomes a lot more enjoyable and gratifying when you actually finish it and read the last page. Um, let's see, what else have we got going on? Uh, we have... We have Donnie T letting his nuts hang on pretty much the entire world yesterday at the uh, UN General Assembly. Um, you know, he just started it off getting laughed at, which was the only thing the entire media was talking, you know, all the mass media was talking about, which I find hilarious because the, you know, next minute and a half to two and a half minutes following, he just let his nuts hang on pretty much the entire world and was, you know, just flexing on the globe like a big baller does, letting everybody know that uh, we've added $10 trillion back to the economy. Allegedly, I don't know about that one. Um, stock markets are at an all-time high. That's a verifiable fact. Uh, unemployments are at a 50-year low. That's a verifiable fact. Uh, what else? There was um, Asian, Hispanic, and African-American unemployment at historic lows. That's a verifiable fact. Um... I'm gonna stop saying um so much as well. Touching on that before. What else? What else did he come with the facts with? Oh, also increased military funding. Uh, soon to have the most powerful military we've ever seen. Uh, that's. Uh, I mean, I don't really know how you verify that fact, but given technological improvements that seem to be exponentially increasing, I have no doubt that uh, the capacity for destruction and violence through such technology has increased, therefore giving greater capability to our military. And there was a final one. Maybe there was two more, but there's at least one more that was just running through my head. Oh, and, and, and border wall construction has started. We have started construction of four miles of the border wall. It's going to be 18 feet tall and I believe made out of steel. And it, uh, four miles is being constructed in, I believe it's El Paso, New Mexico. Um, go follow at, uh, The Real Hub Life. This is Brendan M. Dilley. Um, he offers life coaching services, does daily periscopes, uh, you know, Monday through Friday, I believe, sometimes on Saturday. Um, regarding current events, uh, has a lot of really great plugged in sources, um, you know, and just has great information, you know, very frequently. Uh, so I would go give him a listen. He somewhere on his Twitter page uh, from a couple days ago, he actually released a document that he got from one of his sources stating that that border wall construction had begun um, by the Army Corps of Engineers. So things are finally starting to happen. But uh, what I think 
is important to note about this is all of these statements weren't made, you know, from the White House uh, to the American people to try and like, you know, hype up the American people. Donald Trump sat at the UN General Assembly after being introduced to all the major leaders globally, essentially. And, you know, all the diplomats, all the representatives and, you know, whoever the hell else is going to be there and hit them with all these facts and basically just let them know, hey, we, you know, America is back out here on our big baller shit. So come fuck with us if you want to fight for Um <clears throat> And then what was, I think it was just this morning, maybe I was watching something else where he was talking about uh, the, you know, unreciprocated trade deals for President Xi of China, Xi, Xi Jinping, something like that, the president of China, um, you know, is saying that, you know, they're on good relations, they would like to remain so, but that the trade deals are unfair. I don't really know much about the trade deals, to be quite honest with you. Um, but, you know, the facts that the economy are ringing true as they seem to be, and, you know, as much as people shout down about these tariffs and talk about how shit they are, you know, maybe it's just a little bubble that I've, uh, you know, put myself in here with what it is that I sort of listen to, pay attention to, and I maybe need to and probably do need to expand that, and I'll probably start working on that now that I've had this realization, but, um, I don't know, man, it doesn't seem like it's doing much bad, but, you know, I'm a 21-year-old valet and not an economic analyst, but... The economic analyst has a fucking, they have, um, I don't know, financial reasons to say something one way or the other. I'm just some fucking 21-year-old ballet, so maybe my information's more legit, you know? Maybe I'm not biased here by the financial institutions that these assholes are. Um, well, we're already six minutes in, and we are doing okay, friends. Like I said, guys, I'm gonna start getting this up to, um, about 30 minutes, you know, I've, on these last two I've hit 15 minutes, the last one I got interrupted in by my buddy, so that's not, you know, the best, but it happens. And, um, hmm, let's see. Alright, I'm back after a quick pause with a fresh cup of coffee. Um, let's just think of it all as getting the coffee, actually. You know, I... I want to be able to get up to, you know, at the very minimum 30 minute shows, but sitting here in my bedroom and talking to myself into my computer while watching this timer go, excuse me, while watching this timer tick up for uh, 30 minutes is, I don't know, difficult? It's like weird to sit, you know, and talk to yourself for 30 minutes. And I think initially in the show I stated that um, or in previous, you know, like first or second episode, I stated that I would like to do this all in one continuous take. Um, and I was just thinking about that. I think that I wanted that because for most podcasts that I watch, um, they are live shows, you know, like the Ben Shapiro show, I guess he does sit down and talk for about an hour straight daily about whatever the hell's going on. However, he's also been doing that for quite some time. Um, and then, you know, like the Joe Rogan experience, where he'll just sit down with somebody and have a conversation ranging anywhere from like an hour and a half to three and a half, four hours. Uh, but again, it's got thousands of episodes under his belt. And generally with most podcasts like that, that'll be a bit more lengthy. Um, they have guests. So basically that was a long way around getting 
that was a long way of stating that I may just wind up breaking up this podcast a little bit more and editing it, editing it together in segments, um, and having it not so much be live, because if it's edited together well, then you guys won't really be able to tell the difference. It'll take a lot of the pressure off me, and ideally lead for some more um, concise content and some stuff that's, I don't know, a little bit more fresh or funny or formative or entertaining or insightful, because, you know, it's like with most thoughts, um, you know, sometimes I'll just be at work or sitting here, you know, in the midst of a podcast or reading an article or something like that. And all of a sudden I'll have this, you know, great epiphany about, you know, oh, I should, you know, I'll have this thought that will kind of just run on, um, you know, in my head for what it seems like is longer than what I would normally like hold that thought for, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, um, I don't know, like say you're learning about, uh, like World War, just, just as a fucking example, say you're learning about World War II and you know, you're like just learning about World War II and sort of what caused it and who was fighting who and who was allies with who and so forth. And, um, as you're learning about it and you're thinking about it and you're like watching a video on it, you know, the person in a movie or whatever video you're watching says something that kind of, uh, like sparks an idea in your head and you can feel yourself. Um, you know, like, take an idea that you've had previously and expand it, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you could just, you can feel the scope of your understanding relating to that idea, uh, grow. And I'll often find myself having, you know, having moments like that just all the time where I'm like, oh, this is, you know, at least to myself, a interesting and valuable insight. I should share this with, you know, people I know or people, you know, that listen to the podcast, whatever it may be. Um, and... I think I read this in a tweet, never saying that, you know, that whenever you try to revisit a thought like that, it's never going to be the same. It's going to be like a weird, distorted version of like what that great first original thought was, you know, that first made you have that sort of aha moment where you sit up and you go, oh shit, like I should, you know, I should tell somebody this. Um, you know, if you don't immediately just kind of like write it down and get it on paper or communicate it to somebody else and really discuss it and hash it out and speak it out into like existence, you know, with your real life voice, not just the voice in your head, then, um, yeah, you just, you don't get the same idea back. And I feel that that's very unfortunate and could be a waste in a lot of ways. So I think I'm going to try and just recording little spurts, I guess, or, you know, editing together smaller segments, something along those lines. I don't know, we'll figure it out. This is, uh, like I said, this is only episode four. It's a learning process for myself, and I don't know, like I said, I hope you guys are learning something too. Um, hmm. What else do we got going on? Um, James O'Keefe has released some excellent videos with uh, Project Veritas. You know, he... James O'Keefe is one of the, what it seems, one of the few legitimate investigative journalists left right now. Um, this is a guy who, in my opinion, is very, very credible. Um, when I was working on the congressional campaign that I participated in, um, one of the ladies that was a, what, what, what was her title? I don't, 
I'm, I can't recall the name of whatever her title was right now, but basically she was the lady that was like heading up and running this campaign and making sure that the candidate for this campaign like, you know, stayed on track and like had his shit together, you know, pretty much at all times. Um, she, you know, I luckily had a chance to, uh, this is um, Ann Vandersteel, co-host of you, co-host or co-producer, maybe both, of Your Voice America, um, you know, conservative news network, wonderful organization, wonderful people. Uh, you know, Ann Vandersteel is a very bright lady, and she was just telling me that she got to work directly alongside James O'Keefe uh, for one of these investigative things, and she actually participated in the interviewing um, back when they released the videos of the people, of the high-ranking executives working for Twitter, um, you know, when they were being discussed, or when they were having these conversations with these high-ranking Twitter executives, they, the Twitter executives would release all kinds of information, you know, unknowingly, but about how they do actively censor and shadow ban people, and how if they just don't like certain opinions, they'll just, you know, get rid of those opinions, make sure those accounts aren't as influential, uh, they have, you know, the ability to boost the influence of accounts they do agree with, which I'm not so sure it was discussed, but I'm just saying it's there. So anyways, this James O'Keefe gentleman, he, you know, really takes in these people that are working for him, uh, you know, trains them well, lets them know what they're going to be doing, and they really get valuable information. Um, in these past four or five days, he's released videos of people from uh, some federal organization for healthcare, uh, individuals from the IRS, uh, individuals from the Department of Justice, and they all have seem to have a common theme running. Well, specifically what he was showing in these videos is that there is a legitimate infestation of declared socialists in our federal government that are working on government time to subvert the American agenda in favor of their own. I wouldn't even say the American agenda, that are just working these people are being paid tax dollars from you and I, hardworking Americans, to work on their own partisan decisions and work for socialism and for the advocating and implementation of socialism, as opposed to actually doing their work for the Department of Justice, for the IRS, which handles your tax revenue, or for, you know, Health and Human Services. I believe it was Health and Human Services. Um, so these, these are people that lie and steal and don't feel bad about it. You know, in these videos, they're actively talking about, um, you know, we need to resist. We need to fuck shit up. Uh, at least this one guy was like, you know, you know, <clears throat> I believe his exact quote was resist everything and fuck shit up. Um, you know, he would talk about how he would spend anywhere from like 10 to 20 hours a week doing Democratic Socialists of America work, how he's a card-carrying member. And this is a legitimate organization um, of, like I said, openly declared socialists. Now we know, working within our federal government. I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot now with that, and I should probably relax a little bit. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's just really fascinating. You guys should really go uh, check out these videos. Like I said, it's um, I believe the YouTube channel is Project Veritas. That's Project, you know, like the word Project, and then Veritas is V E R I T A S. Um, you know, it should just be the most recent couple of videos. The most recent one being the IRS one, and I mean, God, man, there's just this one 
moment in there where this, uh, you know, it's a female, um, female investigator, you can tell just by her voice, and she has the camera on her, and the camera is recording a gentleman sitting across from her, and this guy just looks like, you know, your textbook basement-dwelling weenie uh, that looks like a shithead socialist government bureaucrat. He has, like, you know, a scraggly beard that's, like, full but not really well kept. It just uh, it looks, I don't know, just kind of, like, scraggly, like it needs to be, like, trimmed up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? His hair is just, like, messy, not very well kempt. Um, skin's not too good, probably doesn't need too well. You know, my skin's not too good either, but I'm just telling the facts of what this guy looks like. And, uh... <laughs> At one point, this chick's just like, you know, she's an investigator, so she has to try and, uh, you know, get this information out of this guy related to what it is they want. And obviously, this is very private, personal, and uh, dangerous information to be giving out. You know, if you're saying, hey, I signed all kinds of agreements stating that I will do work for the federal government, only relating to the work for the department of the federal government that I'm, you know, working for, and that... There will be no partisan work effort, you know, there will only be nonpartisan work done on my work time here in the federal government, meaning that, you know, I'm not working exclusively for the Republicans or exclusively for the Democrats. But what these people are admitting to is that I am working exclusively for the forwarding of the socialist agenda while on government time, work time. Um, so, you know, at one point this lady's just like, oh my god, you're just like, you know, like so interesting. And this dude, I mean, you could just see that like he, I, I don't think he's spoken to a woman that wasn't, you know, like a co-worker or a boss or his mom since I, maybe he was like 17. I don't know. I mean, he just like, this dude's face just like melted and you could just tell he was like, uh, like all kinds of googly eyed for this chick and he was just about to risk it all, but he was about to give it all up. She could have been like... Yeah, that's so amazing. You're so interesting. You should give me like $500. And he would whip out his wallet and start counting up those bills right there. I promise you. It was preposterous. Ugh. Yeah, so, um, we have, uh, we have an infestation of people that would like to take your money that you're paying for specific things and be compensated with that money and not use it spending time on those things or working towards those things such as tax reform actually getting paperwork in the government handled you know maybe speeding things up a bit i mean for fuck's sake one of these dudes um uh i think this was the guy working for the department of health and human services if that's the department that we're working for, is like the first video he released relating to this um, particular happening. It's kind of a guy with like, I don't know, like a big forehead, receding hairline, curly hair, looked like it was thinning a little bit. Uh, the same guy that said, what the fuck shit up quote. He was just talking about how he would spend you know, 10 to 20 hours a week at work, drafting up emails, uh, writing out reports, doing all kinds of shit for the Democratic Socialist America, but he was always very careful never to do any of the work online and send it where there would be a timestamp. So for example, um, you know, he would, you know, you could draft up a five paragraph long email to somebody or to a bunch of people, you know, you get them ready to send it out to a group. Um, you know, that could take him from 345 to 430 when he's still on the clock. But if you don't hit send till 531, you know, when you're technically off the clock, then uh, that, you know, 
I guess technically they're you know you're you didn't do it all on the clock, so you'd be okay and good to go. I don't know. I'm talk, ranting a lot, talking a lot about this. I'm not really, I don't really know what to do about this. Um, somebody brought it up at some interview, I don't know, I saw some news clip where this was brought up to, oh God, what's his name? Is that Huber? Let me see. Huber, whoops. Not Uber. John W. Huber, that's not it, no. Oh god, who's the who's the new head of the CIA? Oh. Is it the new head of the CIA? No, not the CIA. Mike Pompeo! Boom! That's our boy right there, Mike Pompeo. Who's Mike Pompeo again? What is he what is he head up? Recognize his face, I'm not so good with names. Let's see. Former United States Army officer was director of the CIA was director of the CIA from January 17 until 2018. Okay, what does he do now? He does something, right? Uh, American politician and attorney serving as the 70th United States Secretary of State. Jeez, he's the Secretary of State. Okay, so um, this was brought up uh, with this guy in an interview. Keep in mind, this is the same gentleman who had secret meetings with North Korea regarding their denuclearization before Trump had gone over there uh, and was only disclosed once he had come back after those meetings, they had, you know, obviously gone well because now North Korea has, you know, openly once again pledged to denuclear, total denuclearization of the peninsula and uh, maybe reunification. They didn't actually talk about that at all, but who knows? I like to think positive, I guess. But our boy Mike Pompeo right here, um, it was brought up to him in an interview. You know, they said, we do have socialists within here. Um, you know, within our ranks of the government, like, what's going on? Yeah, he just gave, like, this kind of, like, knowing smirk and laugh. He's like, oh, yeah, like, we're aware of that, and it's getting handled. Um, so that would lead me to believe that this evidence has probably been turned in by James O'Keefe. I can't imagine that him submitting it out to the public like that was the first um, viewing of that, other than by the individuals involved ever, maybe. But, uh, I don't know, that smirk that he gave made it look like, to me, that, uh, you know, things are going to get taken care of and handled. Oh, we're doing better now. We are at 23 minutes about. We're at record highs. Um, let's see. What else? What else, my friends? Not quite sure what else to see. I don't know, I guess to close it off, I'll just uh, wrap up with, I think I've realized how difficult it is to um, really fully articulate um, thought. Well, I guess not, because that was a fully articulated thought right there. I don't even quite know what I mean by that. Um, it's like, hmm. I guess it's like when you're talking about a subject, it's kind of like a line going forward. And then, you know, the longer, the longer a statement is, the longer the, you know, I guess you could think about it just like a sentence, but the longer the line is, and the more words there are, and the more words there are, the more content there is in a sentence. And the more content there is, uh, you know, in a sentence or an idea being expressed, which I guess would 
in this example be that sentence, the more potential there is for like a branch out of this line that can get off to a separate idea. And you know, once you start talking about that, I mean, that's like a whole other line that can have its own branches and so forth. And then you just get this giant tree-like graph or web of just, you know, potential ideas and shit that you could talk about and rabbit holes that you can go down and so forth. Um, and I think that's a relatively common occurrence. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm ADHD. If it's not just a bunch of bullshit. I have no idea. But, uh, <clears throat> what am I trying to get up with that? I don't know. Um, what I'm getting at, I guess, is that I hope what, you know, when I try to express an idea that uh, I don't get off track too much and that um, it, it remains uh, coherent for you guys. And I, that's just something that I've been thinking about more and that I am going to attempt to start working on and paying attention to consciously more. And I don't know, I'd just like to share that with you guys, you know, maybe it'll provide some inspiration or some insight into your own thinking. Um, we didn't quite make it to 30 minutes today, but we're at 25 and a half, we'll probably get to 26. So by the time I wrap this up, uh, I have a workout to do and work to get to, and uh, I'll probably go to the shooting range with my buddy at some point in between there. So I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Um, hope you liked the episode, and we'll be back sometime next week, hopefully sometime soon with a, uh, with a guest. Peace out, everybody.